Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Live on Blair. I know it's been a little bit of a while. The summer months, I guess I kind of took a little bit of a break, but I'm back. And for this episode, I'm here to tell you a little bit about myself, my story, and my journey. I've gotten some feedback of people saying that they want to hear a little more about their hosts, the person behind the mic, the person behind the questions. So I'm here to talk about myself. It's going to be a little weird and interesting because that's not something I'm very much used to doing, but I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you enjoy learning about where I've been, where I'm at, and where I'm going. I hope that this sheds light and gives advice on anyone who needs it and touches the people who hear it. I get started in the industry. I guess I'll just start from the beginning. I went to East Carolina University and I majored in communications with a concentration in journalism. And from there, like picking that major, I wanted to do sports broadcasting. And so I made sure I got a lot of on-air reps in front of the camera, as well as just like learning how to do a number of different things, such as shooting with a camera and editing video, not just being able to speak in front of a camera, but being able to do all the things that build up behind the camera. From there, between internships and all of that, I kind of learned how much more the sports industry has to offer other than just what you see on TV. That's one thing that I would recommend to people out there that are just getting their feet wet in the industry. Don't just set your mind on one thing. Be versatile. Learn how to do a number of different things because at the end of the day, your skill set and how many different things you can do is going to get you so much farther than just that one specific thing that you specialize in. You know, like I said, I wanted to do sports broadcasting and do things on camera, but it goes the extra mile when you show that you can do that and 10 times more. Just touching on a little bit of my resume and the things that I've done. I ran score graphics for college athletics. I did, I was a production assistant for Fox Sports doing stuff for MLB All-Star Week and for Ice Cube's Big Three basketball tournament. On top of that, I've had to shoot highlights. I've had to cut highlights. I've had to take photos of action games and warm-ups and things like that. So just being able to show that like you can do a number of different things because your versatility is going to get you such a long way. Now, like I said, I wanted to do sports broadcasting, but I'm currently in the sports social media industry. So how did I get there? Well, about a year out of college, I applied to an internship with Sporting News in their editorial department, wanting to like interview players and like write stories and different things like that. Just like build my reporting skills. And when I was applying, the hiring manager, Carissa Maxwell, who is absolutely amazing, she reached out to me and was like, hey, I think you would way be way better for a social intern. And I would love for you to take that and you can still do some editorial stuff, but you'll be more of a focus on the social side. And in my head, I was like, are you sure? I've never done social from a sports perspective, let alone a media perspective. I've always just done it for fun. And she's like, yes, like, trust me. And if you don't like it, like, at least you know. Well, what do you know? After seven months in that role, fell in love with sports social media. And once I left that role, my next step was looking for jobs where I could work in social for a team or work 
in social for another sports media company. And that's where I landed my job with the Washington Wizards being their social media manager. That was huge for me because I grew up in the Northern Virginia area and I grew up going to a lot of Wizards games. So it was my way of one, coming back home, but also being able to work for the team that I grew up being such a big fan of. Not many people can say that that has happened to them. So that was a huge stepping stone for me in my career, especially since I thought it was a role that I wasn't I personally didn't think it was a role that I was qualified for. When I looked at the qualifications when I applied, it said you needed to have two to three years of social media experience. And I basically had only had like seven to eight months of it. So that was a huge step for me. And with that being said, that's another thing I would recommend. Don't let the qualifications on a job description sell you short. You know, don't look at something and be like, I can do all of these things, but it says you have to have this amount of years of experience. If you think you can do it, apply, prove yourself in the cover letter, prove yourself in the interviews and be aggressive on making sure that you do get an interview for that role. That was another thing I did with my job when I landed with the Wizards. After I applied, I went to their staff directory and I looked at who I thought the role might report to. I emailed about five people and one person got back. And The rest is history. I went through a series of interviews. I did an edit test and they flew me out and were like, we want to hire you. And that was, that was honestly a dream come true. It felt like all the years of internships and freelance opportunities, everything just fell into place and I couldn't have been happier. And that's just a little bit about my background and how I ended up in social media sports and how the journey kind of shifted a little bit, but I'm happy it shifted the way that it did. Now, the reason I started this podcast is because once quarantine started, I had a lot of time on my hands, especially with the NBA going into their hiatus. And I wanted to find a way to give back and tell the stories of other people in the industry because I know I am a sucker for storytelling and just hearing about other people's backgrounds and where they've been and how they got to where they are. And I also wanted to just shed light on people in the industry who may need a pick-me-up, who are kind of feeling burnt out, but also people who are just getting their feet wet. And they can get the beautiful truth and the ugly truth of the industry because you want to be sure that you love what you're doing. Sports is a blessing and a curse. You know, we all love it, but there's also things that we don't love. And that comes with any industry that you're in. There's always the pros and cons, but you want to make sure that the pros outweigh the cons. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to tell stories of other people in the industry. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it so far. I definitely want to keep it going. Like I said, I just took a, I took a little bit of a break and the timing was kind of coincidental. I, my break started about the same time that the NBA decided they were going to come back. They created the NBA bubble and all of my time quickly shifted over to preparing for that as the wizards went down to Orlando and those about that about month and a half is when things really picked up and was super crazy. So I was all hands on deck um, with the rest of my digital team. And I also just took some time to myself. I, 
realize that I don't need to be doing something every second, especially like in the industry. Like I need to take a break when it's necessary. Give myself that mental break that I need. Get in touch with people I haven't been able to get in touch with and just spend time with my family. And that was that was really nice for me. And I, I feel like I got a nice little mental break and a nice refresher for what is gonna be this next chapter in my life. Now notice I said this next chapter in my life. The past couple months have been a whirlwind, and this past month has been a roller coaster. I was furloughed from the Washington Wizards, and it was that week that I found out it was very hard, and it's been an adjustment since then. But I understand with how things are looking in the industry and our economy, these things happen. Um, curveballs get thrown your way and you just have to learn from them and learn from the experience and always know I'm I'm a person that is very much deep in my faith and I know that God has a plan for me. And the social media sports industry is unbelievable. The people that reach out to you for support and just some positive thoughts and positive vibes, it's it's unmatched. And I love this little family community that we have. And that really helped me get through my first couple days and my first week after finding out that I was furloughed. So since then, I've um, just been kind of thinking about what I want my next step to be. And not trying to rush it or stress out of what will be next. Um, I probably need this time to myself. I probably need this little break that I'm having. And I'm enjoying, I guess, the relaxation. A little bit of uncertainty is kind of stressful. But I'm I'm excited for what is next. And I've had people in the industry reach out to me and just, like I said, give me positive thoughts and tell me everything's going to be okay. And once I got through that first week, I just, I put myself in the mindset that everything happens for a reason. And some opportunities are taken away so that a better opportunity can come next. And that, like I said, God has a plan for me and I'm looking forward to what that plan and that opportunity will be. Now, since I'm the one usually asking the questions. I feel like it's only right that I answer some of the questions I'm used to asking. I know one of my questions I usually ask is the challenges that you face. I feel like for me, one of my big challenges is trying to prove my worth and prove that I belong here. But the truth is, I don't need to prove myself. I know my ability and I know that I am here because I'm because because I belong here, not just to add diversity to the group. My work ethic shows what I'm capable of doing. And I just need to recognize that myself. And sometimes I struggle with that. Some people I look up to in the industry, definitely Maria Taylor, especially as of late, you know, she's doing her thing. She's silencing the haters. She's everywhere in sight. And I love to see it. I love to see, especially a black woman being the face of so many major sporting events in major platforms. Another person is Elle Duncan. I love how she just adds her personality to everything possible when she's on camera and you can you can see it. She's being her authentic self. And also just everyone I've interviewed so far for this podcast. These are peers of mine in the industry and I love to see them making their moves, making their mark and making changes to the industry for the better. And it's it's truly up- uplifting and it motivates me. 
The best experience in my career so far would have to be when I left NBC News Channel to go to Sporting News. That was a huge leap for me. Um, I took a major pay cut and I decided that the experience that I thought I would get with Sporting News was more beneficial than the money I was making because I more so want to love what I'm doing and I'm not necessarily worried about the money and how much I'm making. And it was it was amazing. With Sporting News, I got to attend Panthers training camp, attend a Panthers game. I attended a number of NBA games. I attended NBA All-Star Weekend in Charlotte that year. And I attended the first round of March Madness. I got to see a Duke UNC game, which is like unbelievable. I thought I that would that's something that would never happen to me. So they just provided me with a bunch of opportunity for live event experience. And I was doing it for social media. So that's another way I fell in love with what I'm doing now. And it was just an awesome experience. So going off of that, I would say, make decisions with your heart. Don't let money persuade you into choosing one thing over another. And just do something you know that is truly going to make you happy and you will enjoy what you're doing. Some advice that I would like to offer to my listeners out there is use your connections, especially during a time like now. For me, I've been reaching out to my connections a lot because I want to see if they have anything out there, but also having connections gets you good references and just building those relationships of people in the industry because when you also have those connections the people in the industry that you work with or have worked with in the past, they can relate to your struggles and what you're going through. You know, you have your family and you have your friends, but it's nothing like having those connections and those relationships of people who work in the same industry as you that can relate to your struggles and things you're going through and things that you might need help with or need advice for. And that is something that has been amazing. I touched on it a little bit earlier. The SM sports community is unmatched. And the support they give you, the help that they offer, it's it's unbelievable. And I, I couldn't ask for a better community of people to get help from and get insight from and get advice from. Another thing I'll say is when you're entering these jobs, even if it's something that seems so minor and like isn't going to do much for you, show your work ethic. Be willing to go the extra mile. People can see a lot when you're working hard and when you're just doing the bare minimum. So go that extra mile. Not only is it going to help you grow in your position and show like how hard you need to work for something, but other people will see it and they'll see your ability of what you can do and how you can go far and succeed in this industry. It's so important to do that. So important. And People will see it immediately. Another thing, which some of my previous guests have touched on this, be yourself. I read somewhere that there's only one you. So why not be yourself rather than trying to be someone else? Pride yourself on who you are. Don't try to be someone you're not because that's another thing people will weed out so quickly. And why not be anyone other than yourself? You know, be love yourself and be who you are because that's going to get you a long way. People hire you and appreciate you because of the person you are, flaws and all. We all have them. So be who you are, 
show your work ethic, and that will help you build your connections and it will help you go a long way. I promise. I know that I'm someone who has just gotten my feet wet in the industry, but I feel for me, it's it's gone a long way. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I'm someone who doesn't want to be wrong, doesn't want to mess up or make mistakes, and we're human. That's obviously going to happen. But if there's ever something you're unsure about, don't feel like you can't ask a question or that you have to figure it out yourself. Ask away. Ask away. It's better to ask a million questions rather than to assume something and then get it wrong when you didn't have to. Some of my biggest learning experiences in this industry has been from me not asking questions and assuming I know the answer to something. And you know, like I said, we're going to make mistakes, but if I had just asked simple questions that I thought were probably a dumb question to ask, I may not have made that mistake. In closing, that's a little bit about me. I hope you guys enjoyed learning more about my story and my journey, and I'll be sure to check in a little bit more periodically with updates on me and for what's in store for my next journey and my next opportunity. Until next time, this is Live on Blair. Thanks for listening.